The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wimbet. Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, Wimbet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the Winbet app and start winning today. Straight restrictions reply. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. This Saturday, sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean and Colby over at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. United caught gold and it was tidily wrapped in by Mitrovic Fulham lead early in the second half here Mitrovic the hair at full stretch drops to Reed. back to Willian the goal up and looking for more Mitrovic power behind it this was the one so close to making it 2-0 but they can break now Anthony fresh legs Sancho keeping pace with it he's clear Jaden Sancho round the keeper great chance for the equaliser stopped on the line by William with what part of his body he says the chest I don't think that's Universally agreed here, especially by the officials. That looks like handball. Chris Cavender having a look at the monitor. And if it's handball, it's a red card, it's a penalty. Marco Silva has had his say. He's off. William will have to go off. It's a heroic effort to get back on the line. Bruno Fernandes. Well, it's 1-1. It's level on the scoreline, but not in terms of players on the pitch. And no faltering from Fernandes. Sancho. Rolling it for sure. Across for Savitzer. His first goal for the club, and it's put them 2-1 up in an FA Cup quarter-final at Old Trafford. Checked by VAR. No offside call to rescue Fulham. Depleted Fulham. Remember Manchester United have won all their ties in this season's FA Cup by three goals to one. And we can add today to that. Second for Bruno Fernandes. So many gaps here. Manchester United, ruthless to the end. They are into the semi-final. Controversially, from Fulham's point of view, they were authors of their own downfall. You are listening to Bet MFC here on the Soccer Gowling Podcast. 
You can follow the BetMUFC Twitter account at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast. It's at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. We're part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Their Twitter account is at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my other Twitter account. It is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That is my premium pay service that has now delivered 117 months in a row of transparent trap profit as we grind our way to month number 118. If you want to sign up for the service in time to get your EPL picks and your WrestleMania picks for this weekend, head over to lockbetting.com. You can do your research there as well. The pin tweet on the Twitter account is always the PL from the previous month, but all the PL spreadsheets are posted over at the website lockbetting.com. And the same handle at LockBetting.com is also the handle for the TikTok account where we post 30 to 45 second videos giving you easily digestible data to bet with. We also post the same videos on Instagram. Our Instagram is simply at LockBetting. So moving on with this edition of BetMUFC, we're here to look at the Marcus Rashford situation from this international break and then we'll look ahead to the Manchester United draw coming out of the Europa League so we're not at the moment looking ahead to the Newcastle game on this episode we will be looking ahead to that game on the weekend episode that will be out on Saturday but the reason we're talking about Rashford is because he pulled out of the England squad. Now, it could be argued that one of Saka or Rashford, I'd say Rashford, but one of Saka or Rashford are the in-form players in English football at the moment. And uh, both of them should have started this game, uh, these two England games, and probably would have done if Rashford was there. Not only did Rashford not get involved with England by pulling out of the squad, he actually faced... um, criticism from Gareth Southgate. It was somewhat sarcastic what Southgate went on to say about Rashford. But who's right and who's wrong in this situation? Is Rashford in the wrong for putting club before country with Manchester United going for three trophies this season? I'm ruling the EPL out, obviously, but three cup trophies could be coming to Old Trafford. Is he wrong for ruling that out? Is Southgate wrong for assuming that he's he's not really injured because he was seen in New York during that time off? If you're really injured, should you go to New York? So many questions to answer here. And I think it goes back to the World Cup. Rashford was um, in form going into that World Cup. He played well during the World Cup. And then when it came down to the most important game against France, the quarterfinal, Rashford was not on the, not in the team and only got a few minutes. So it's very, very difficult to decide who's right, who's wrong. Maybe it's a bit of one, maybe it's a bit of the other. But ultimately, that is the situation. And after what Southgate said, it doesn't seem likely that Marcus Rashford's going to feature in at least his first team plans. I think it would be insane to make a controversial gesture like fully leaving him out of the squad. But I think that um, he's not going to feature in the first team. And perhaps maybe there was a conversation between Rashford and Southgate where it was said, where maybe Rashford asked, oh, am I going to be playing in the first team? Am I going to be starting these games? And maybe Southgate said no. And he said to himself, well, then I'll pull out the squad then because there's no point in me training when I desperately need a break. I don't know. It's all speculation at this point. But what's not speculation is what Southgate said. He made it very clear that there was some 
animosity towards Marcus Rashford. And then he actually tried to backtrack once he started to get some backlash on social media and from some parts of the media, as a typical politician would do. And this is my problem with Gareth Southgate. He is a politician. He does play politics. He is the FA's right-hand man. Yet he's not good enough to actually get England over the line. Yes, he's got England to semi-finals and finals. But at the end of the day, with this squad, you should be winning the game against Italy. And England should have been good enough to beat France. And they certainly should have been good enough to get to a World Cup final when they had to beat an ageing Croatia team. But... As much as I think Gareth Southgate has been a failure as an England manager, he has his defenders. He's somebody that does very much split opinion. And this was a topic that split opinions as well. Let's have a listen to what ex-Manchester United player Rio Ferdinand had to say about it on his podcast. Rashford's just thought, you know what? I'm being selfish now and I'm thinking about me. And the moment I've done that, look at my form. Mm-hmm. I'm flying for Man United. I want to preserve Matt now. So for the, for the business end of the season, I'm going to New York with my missus. He put himself at risk multiple times, like turn up on, uh, on duty for England, injured, carrying injuries. Last season, a bad back injury. It cost United in the end, really. Harry Kane and Saka, and you might go Jude Bellingham actually, and maybe Declan Rice, I'd say, are indispensable in this team. Like, yeah. it's, it's, he is, he's levels... You go anywhere around Europe now and you go, you go like, who's the problem? Before we move on to looking ahead to the Europa League as the quarterfinal draw has been made. Let's take a quick time out to tell you guys about Wimbet, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gallon Podcast Network. Wimbet is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for the Wimbet. Win hour each and every Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. During Wimbet Win Hour Marquee Games of the Week, we'll have better odds on Wimbet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGNs only, if you get the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the Winbet app. The offer subjects contain terms and conditions available at winbet.com. Must be 21 older and present in the state where pay through Winbet is available. If you're someone who has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Let me also tell you guys about the SGP Masters. If you're looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world, you can now win three a three-night stay at Circuit Las Vegas to hang out with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgallonpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using the promo code SGP15. And finally, let me tell you about the Final Four Watch Party because that is now going virtual. Hang out with the guys on the YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of the Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways and much, much more. Subscribe to youtube.com slash podcast and tune in on Saturday. That's youtube.com slash podcast. So as we heard at the top of the show, Manchester United got through to the FA Cup semi-final where they would now play Brighton. In the other draw, the other half of the draw, Manchester City lucked out as they usually do in draws. They ended up getting themselves a semi-final against Sheffield United from the Championship. So if everything goes according to the league table, 
we will have the Manchester derby that the sponsors and supporters wanted in the FA Cup final. Of course, Manchester United fans would rather see Sheffield United there and Man City fans would probably rather see Brighton there. But it's no doubt about it, the pick of the semi-finals is Brighton versus Manchester United. That's going to be one hell of a football match and it'll be interesting to see if Manchester United still have legs at that point. As for Brighton, they'll be the fresher team. All their focus will now be moving on to this game. And it will be interesting to see if they can reward their very, very good season so far with an FA Cup final. They're already going to get chipped to Wembley. All the semi-finalists go to Wembley. But Brighton will be looking to go one step further. While Manchester United, they'll be looking to win three trophies this season. But we're not here to primarily focus on the FA Cup. We'll look at that in the future. We're here to react to that Europa League quarterfinal draw. Now, we already put out our Champions League reaction show that is now available. It's been available for around about a week on the Soccer Gambling Podcast feed, but we thought we'd get round to the Europa League one as well here as part of BetMUFC. Manchester United have been drawn against Sevilla and Manchester United are the one to four favourites to win the tie and they're one to three favourites on the money line to win the home leg. If Manchester United don't win the home leg, that's going to put them in a tricky situation. But ultimately, with their big fixture pile-up, I'd be looking for Manchester United to get this dealt with in the first leg. I think if they can go to Sevilla with any kind of lead, I fancy Manchester United to see it through and be able to pick Sevilla off on the counter-attack, particularly with a player who we've talked about a lot on the show, like Marcus Rashford in their ranks. He thrives on the counter-attack, playing in behind defenders, looking for that ball through or over the top. And if Sevilla are pressing to get back into the game, if Manchester United can go there with any kind of win, I fully expect Manchester United to see it through and to get revenge against a Sevilla team who have beaten Manchester United previously in this competition. But that's not a surprise. Sevilla are the kings of the Europa League. They are currently, though, the fifth favourites to win this competition at 9-1. to one. Manchester United shortened as favourites after the exit of Arsenal. They are available at 6-4. to four. Juve are available at 5-1. to one. Roma, 6-1. to one. Manchester United and Juventus are actually on a collision course for the semi-finals because the semi-finals have been drawn as well. Um, you have Bayer Leverkusen at 8-1. to one. Sevilla at 9-1, as I mentioned. Sporting Lisbon also 9-1. to one. Final 14-1. to one. And Union St. Louis at 20 to 1. So, looking at the rest of the draw, the team that will play Manchester United will come out of the tie between Juventus and Sporting Lisbon. Juve are four to six favourites to win the first leg at home on the money line. And overall, Juventus are the four to seven favourites here to qualify from this tie. I think this is a really generous price here on Juventus. Sporting Lisbon are having a pretty poor season. They're not in the title race. This has definitely been a season where they've gone backwards. They didn't really compete in the Champions League this season. Uh, Neither did Juve, to, to tell you the truth. But... Juve, they do have a better squad, they do have better players and their backs are up against the wall. This is their only route into the Champions League because next season is very likely to be a season without Juventus in the Champions League, which is disastrous for a team who are already struggling financially and they'll be absolutely desperate and 
I didn't want to see Manchester United against Juve in the in this semi-final, but ultimately that's what I think is going to happen. We're going to have a tough battle to get to this Europa League final because we're going to face a desperate Juventus team who are used to qualifying for the Champions League and will want to again. And I think they'll overcome the obstacle of sporting Lisbon. And I think at a price of four to seven, it seems short, but actually that's value for me here because I just don't see Sporting putting up much of a fight against Juve, who ultimately I do think will end up in the semi-final to take on Manchester United. Before we cover the other two quarterfinals, let me quickly tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog continues their March Madness College Pick'em, and it's a great way to get in on all the action, especially if your bracket's already busted. Plus, Underdog has your favourite college basketball player props and great NBA and NHL daily games. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com, use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's UnderdogFantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. So moving on to those final two games, these are the games on the other side of the draw. So these these um, the winners of these two ties will play each other and one of these four teams will get through to the final, in my opinion, to play against either Manchester United or Juventus. We start with Feyenoord versus Roma. This one is split pretty much for the first leg, which is being played in Feyenoord. Feyenoord are the slight favourites. At, uh, at the price of six to four. And Roma are the favourites overall to come through the tie. They're priced up at the same price as Juventus at the price of four to seven. Final would have been scoring a lot of goals. And um, I think Jose Mourinho's team would be a little bit silly to try and go to the Netherlands to try and sit in and win this game on the break because ultimately I do think Final will find the breakthrough. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game and I think Roma will be able to advance if they can just get anything positive out of Final if they can come away with a score draw because I do expect teams to score. So sitting in and trying to defend for 90 minutes isn't going to work because Final are ultimately going to break through and then you'll be chasing the game. I think Roma have to come up with a game plan that takes it to final a little bit, tries to dominate the game in possession and doesn't just concede 60 or 70% of the ball to final and invite them to attack you because even though Roma are the, the better team with the better players, with more European pedigree and a world-class manager. They cannot just sit in here. And uh, I trust Jose Mourinho to work this out. I trust him to be able to work out a team who, have, who yes, are scoring a lot of goals, but they have inferior talent to you and your squad. And I think Jose Mourinho will find a way to get his Roma team into a semi-final. And I think that semi-final will be against Bayer Leverkusen. Despite the fact Union St. Gallese have already disposed of Union Berlin or Heiden Bayer Leverkusen in the league this season, Bayer Leverkusen have massively underperformed. And you can tell that from the odds, the fact that Bayern Munich are the fourth seven favourites on the money line for this first leg in Germany. And uh, one to two minus 200 overall. I expected them to be slightly shorter. I think Bayer Leverkusen have a really good chance of getting through to the final. And that would make up for a lot of what's happened in the Bundesliga this season. They were supposed to be a guaranteed top four team and they're very much in the same situation as Juventus. Expected to be in the Champions League, not going to do it via their league position and therefore they are desperate and therefore they are dangerous. Roma are sort of in the same boat, but they are still challenging for the top four and have a chance of getting in. But um, as for Juve and Bayer Leverkusen, have absolutely no chance. And for me, they are the dangerous teams. They're the desperate teams 
and they are the dangerous teams that Manchester United have to look out for. Manchester United should win this competition now that Arsenal and Barcelona are gone. Make no mistake about it, they are the worthy favourites. But if you're looking for dark horses, I would be looking at Juventus and Bayer Leverkusen because they are talented teams who are desperate to win this competition to play in the Champions League next season. And this is their only possible route. That's it for me in this edition of Better MUFC. Good luck with all your bets as always. and. Thanks for listening.